This is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am Cactus Hamilton Barrett, joined as always by the baller, the shot caller, <laughs> Brendan Coleman. And we got a lot of quick hits to get to today. We got to jump right into it because a lot's happening. So much is happening. The NBA season is finally upon us. Yay. We'll come back uh, to it in June after stuff actually happens. Once the Warriors play all of their formality games and <laughs> get to the finals, maybe we'll tune in once in a while to see who the opponent's going to be because right now it's kind of up in the air. Yeah, maybe the Blazers will find their way in there. <laughs> <laughs> will they make it out of the first round? That would be a big story. You got to believe. Mike Peterson would say yes. Mike Peterson has said Blazers are going all the way from the beginning of the preseason. And that was a long time ago. That was before he was hospitalized. So his mind was right. <laughs> wow. Well, he was mistaken, but bless his heart. We'll see. What else happened? A sport we don't talk about very much at all, if ever. A shame. Golf. <laughs> Are you familiar with a man named Tiger Woods? I'm familiar with Tiger. It's been a while since I've heard that name. Well, get ready to hear it. He won the Masters. That is... It's, a, it's surprising, to say the least. What does that say about where golf is at right now? Like, that feels like a desperation ploy. Yeah, it speaks volumes about the state of the union over there. <laughs> Tiger Woods, at the height of his career, was, I believe, the highest paid athlete in sports. Mm -hmm. He had international name brand recognition. He had his own Nike brand, you know... The whole Jordan suite, if you will. Yeah. He was that big. You know, he, he did a couple of, of funny things here and there, sort of um, <laughs> lost a little bit of his luster. <laughs> and uh, the problem is, is the PGA did not do a great job of building up stars behind him. Yeah. I can name Rory McElroy and that's it. That's the only one I know. And then I'm out. Yeah. And only because he took over the EA Sports franchise after they stopped calling it Tiger Woods PGA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So video games are key in the golf world. Also, don't forget Mario. He was pretty big in the golf world. Uh, how could I forget? <laughs> Where did Mario uh, come in on the standings here in the Masters? Biggest tournament of the year. You know, I'm not sure he made the cut. Ouch, really? Yeah. yeah. In other golf news, I did see that Tony Romo and Barack Obama played golf last weekend. That's the second biggest golf news there is. <laughs> that's how golf is doing. <laughs> and then that's the also the end of golf yeah, news. If you no went other... on ESPN right now, it would say, if you clicked on golf, Tiger wins Masters, Romo and Barack <laughs> hang out on the links. No results found. <laughs> no results found. <laughs> would you like to refresh the page? <laughs> Don't worry about F5 and... It's going to be a while before another yeah. link shows up. Well, they're struggling, so they went back to the well. I guess that's the only explanation. That's all they got left. <laughs> yeah. Before they start digging people up. <laughs> there is a website that I hate called .com that <laughs> I have been refreshing because the news stories that they pump out in the offseason verge from boring to repetitive, if you're Le'Veon Bell, to absolutely ridiculous. We got to talk about Russell Wilson rumors. <laughs> I, are you sure they're rumors? <laughs> I, I NFL.com calls them rumors, so I will call them rumors because in kayfabe, that's what they want you to believe. Okay, yeah. But are they rumors? Probably not. More often than not, they are not. It's the could be the real deal. 
We're here to tell you probably the real deal. They say Russell Wilson wants a new contract or he wants out of Seattle, which I find a little bit hard to believe because he's their franchise guy there. He's the buoy of that team. It's baseball season. We talk about the anchor a lot on these teams. And Russell Wilson is like the Seattle Seahawks version of that. They've lost all their names at this point. The Legion of Boom, dead and buried. Marshawn's gone. All they have left from that era is Russell Wilson. Yeah, and you know what? He feels abandoned. He's dealing with abandonment issues here. (laughs) And I guess he feels like, if I'm the only one left, you might as well just pay me as much as an entire team would make. (laughs) Put a bunch of practice squad guys around me. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Because he wants a contract that would basically hamstring his team for the foreseeable future. How many record-setting contracts have we had in the last calendar year at that position (laughs) (laughs) and per sport i mean yeah well yeah baseball was just dealing with this also (laughs) yeah we just got done with that offseason now we're in this offseason russell wilson wants to make sure he wants to be the alex rodriguez he's the bar well you know i don't know if you knew this or not but he comes from a baseball background is that so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's got that baseball contract in his mind. He wants that Bryce Harper deal. <laughs> yeah, he saw that going. He's like, well, shit, why am I not playing baseball at this point? <laughs> well, maybe he jumps to baseball then. I think that may be very well the case. It's no secret that Russell Wilson is a major investor in the Portland Diamond Project, which is a fun to bring a professional baseball team to Portland, Oregon, which would mean the Mariners are no longer the only team in the Northwest. They're going to need a star to buoy that franchise. If he already owns the team, does he trade for himself? <laughs> Why not? I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. I would certainly want to play for myself. Why not be CEO, player, manager? <laughs> Making If a sport could do it, it's baseball. Exactly. They could pull that off. <laughs> There have been plenty of player managers in baseball. Why not owner player manager? He's going to be the hefty lefty of pro baseball. (laughs) Uh, You know, we could probably set him up with Pete Rose to get a few pointers on that. (laughs) Yeah, we'll hook him up. We'll make it a deal. The only downside is he also then has to pay his own paycheck. Right now, if he's looking for that huge contract, he's already on the Yankees. If there's a pro ball team that has the payroll to afford a Russell Wilson-sized contract, he's already on the right squad. Uh, You know, I think Russ to the Cowboys is picking up some some steam. Dotcom does really want to push that narrative. That is for sure. But that's because they're a big team, right? They're the franchise that grabs the headlines. Does it matter that they already have Dak Prescott, who they're about to sign to a long-term deal? Pointless. But does Big Russ to the Bengals sound attractive? To anyone but the Bengals fans. <laughs> and even then. Not really, no. They put Russell Wilson on a pedestal on .com, though. I mean, .com has basically been the Russell Wilson hype machine propaganda vehicle for his entire career. <laughs> he was in the Hall of Fame years ago. <laughs> yeah. So if they say he's going to Dallas, by God, he may be going to <laughs> Dallas. Would you take him for the Broncos, though? You guys are stacked at the position right now. You got Flacco. <laughs> sure. Anyone you else? got Flacco. <laughs> yeah. We're loaded. See, we've already invested in Flacco. Yeah. So. Elway already got his man. I think we've discussed this before. Yeah. 
Elway's type is about a foot taller than Russ. So (laughs) I think we're safe there. Yeah. For where Elway's sitting, he can't even see Russell Wilson. (laughs) We'll have to stay tuned to this story. But remember what we said here. Because there's more truth than you know. Let's move on. Because we've got a special guest today. It was UFC 236. The 236th edition of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. That's what it means. It's, been a, it's evolved quite a bit since its inception. We love covering on this show. Conor McGregor has been here before. A great guy. If you missed our episodes with Conor, go back. Uh, we owe him our lives. Yeah, friend of the show. More than that, really. <laughs> Savior of the show. Savior of the show. Wouldn't be here without him, to be <laughs> honest with you. And uh, with a big UFC 236 card this weekend, we needed to call in some help to discuss it. So... With us today is our senior MMA analyst, Ryan the Jinx Barrett. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, gentlemen, for having me. Absolutely. Pleasure is all ours. So, initial thoughts from UFC 236. What stood out to you? Well, clearly, uh, whatever happened on the undercard was completely overshadowed by two of the greatest main and co-main events uh, the UFC's ever put together. I mean, hats off to I mean the that top end of the card. The the booking was phenomenal. Um, it's probably the two the two best uh, headliners you've ever seen. And UFC really needed this right now when they've struggled to put together a card that lives up to the hype and has everyone appear that is advertised everyone appeared everyone showed up and i think exceeded expectations um yeah i mean the the co-main with israel adesanya versus kelvin gasolum uh everyone knew that fight was gonna be good but i mean it it we're talking about the match of the year um you know what's one of the greatest fights of all time you, you i mean yeah, it's a, it, I think that Adesanya is clearly someone they've wanted to to be a star, and they they like putting him in long fights. I mean, it's four of his last five fights have they've let go of the distance because they know he's an entertainer, and they just let him go out there and show it. But I don't think the UFC uh, even knew how much of a uh, star that he. I mean, it was a coming out performance like no other, even for him that they had full faith in, um, and Gastelum. He only he's never looked better either. Um, they they clearly like that kid and he's young, and uh, I I definitely think that they want him to stay uh, really relevant. They didn't hurt his stock at all. Yeah, it was it was one of the best looks for a loser in a long time, <laughs> which is important. Yeah, it is important. Yeah, yeah, that fight has been has been getting that best fight of all time uh, tag recently in the last couple of days. That's uh, a pretty high bar. It is a high bar, and then. It's a debate that will never be settled, but sure. if you saw the fight, you're you're on board with the discussion. I think. Well, the story they told was exactly what they were going for. I mean, the I mean, they wanted Adesanya to clearly win, but he's never been tested like that before. Um, I mean, they they left no doubt in anyone's mind that he won that fight. I mean, it was. I mean, they were about to um, let the, the you know the, it was like the the razor sharp or razor thin. You know, right at the end of the fight, the the commentators were yelling to stop the fight, but time ran out just before it could. Um, but just before that, he was in deep water, and it was it was awesome to see that that adversity that they made him go through. Certainly, one of the best stories they've told in the octagon. When UFC does it right, they do it phenomenally. 
Yeah. Yeah. They they don't do it right very often, but <laughs> when they do it right, it's better than a lot of other people are putting out. Yep. Uh, and that uh, yeah, that kind of leads into the, co- the, the main event, um, Dustin Poirier versus Max Holloway. I think that that was also a great fight, and if the co-main wasn't so good, we'd just be talking about how that was the best fight of the year. Um, but the co-main was just outstanding. Uh, but what do you think about uh, both of these two fights going the distance? Like you talk about uh, the co-main event going the distance, telling this story. Four of his last fights go all the way. He's such an entertainer; you want him to go all the way, and you can still sell him as the decisive winner. A lot of fights went to decision on this card, though. These are guys that UFC has full faith in. One, their cardio. They look good in there, and they just they they their volume is really high, and they know that they can they can last twenty five minutes. So when you have guys that, that the UFC can trust, it makes sense for them to want to like really showcase it. And another thing, especially since it's the first ESPN Plus pay per view, you know, give people their money's worth. If one of these fights just ended in the you know, uh, someone got starched in the first minute or something. Sure, that's cool. But at the same time, when you have guys that can perform on the levels as these four men at the top of the card can, just, you know, give give them a show. Yeah, and given the uh, problems that this broadcast had, you had to give the full 25 minutes to let people <laughs> be able to tune in. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to blink and miss it because your internet's not because your app isn't working. That could have been a blessing in disguise that they that uh, all they did choose to have these fights go the distance because you know half their viewer base probably only saw half the fight. So, anyways, back to uh, what you were saying. They they UFC they don't they don't always get it right. And while the main event was great, um, kind of confusing the fin the the who won. I'm I'm not really sure why they decided that they brought max holloway up in weight he's kind of he's doing the champ champ thing he's already been booked against khabib once that kind of looked like exactly where they were going not really sure why he he took the l like that um and pretty pretty convincingly i would say yeah because they had been building up like a champ versus champ fight for some time like that was i believe the original plan here before they couldn't get a deal done and they go with what what they gave us, which was a good fight. But then it almost feels like either Holloway was going to lose that fight, and so they just had him lose anyway. Yep, and there's nothing r- really there for him down at featherweight. Nothing's really exciting. The fans, he's already beat the greatest featherweight of all time, Jose Aldo, two times in a row. What more does he have to prove? I thought it just made so much sense for him to go up and, and you know challenge for the you know, the biggest, you know, baddest guy in the company right now in, in Khabib. Yeah. Well, they, they had three or four champ champs in a row. And then now this is two fights in a row where they've had the chance and they didn't go with it. First TJ Dillashaw lost. Now Max Holloway lost. Maybe they're trying to break away from that double champ uh, storyline altogether. And could it be a little bit that the thrill is in the chase here, right? Like, he accomplished everything that he could accomplish at featherweight. He moves up and wins the belt, doesn't get a chance to fight against Khabib, now loses the belt. Once we have a, a single champion there, right, and none of this interim stuff, then he finally gets to go after Khabib. Yeah, that could be it. And also, maybe it, 
that maybe they thought it was a good idea in leading up to the fight. I, I'm not exactly sure when they decided to make this call for Poirier to win, but maybe maybe they kind of realized that you know what, lightweight is really overcrowded as it is. Um, you got a guy like uh, three of the dudes at the top of the division that uh, I I don't even know if they know they're working in sports entertainment because <laughs> yeah. uh, the they've all worked themselves into a shoot. It feels like because they only are ever going to want to fight one person and um, it holding up everything. So if you add another person to that mix with Holloway winning, then you just got more of the same thing. So maybe they backed out and they got cold feet and worried that they were going to make Max too big of a star. Yeah. Well, that's what happened to Connor. Once he became too big of a star, you lost control of him. Right. Exactly. exactly. And at the same time, everyone's trying to, trying to get there and everyone's protective of their spot no one wants to lose that everyone wants to be the guy so yeah uh, you, you don't want a year from now to be promoting max's rum line you know <laughs> <laughs> it's tough it is yeah but no complaints with poirier winning either he's a great guy he's been there a long time definitely earned his spot here yeah and I, he's he's i think a guy in the division who he's still you know, one of the the lucky ones that they have that are still willing to just go out there and put on a show for anybody. He's not totally in it for the money. Um, He's a company man. He is a company man, and I think that they realize that, and I think that's smart to to keep building him and give him that big thank you for for all he's done. Yeah, reward him for the hard work. That's what a champion is. Not too long ago, he was asking for his release because he didn't get this fight, so... That probably plays a, a great deal into the decision on how the, this one was booked then, right? I mean, not only do they convince him to stick around, but they say, hey, we're going to put the strap on you, and you're going to be the guy for a while. Everyone's going to want to fight you. That's right. Yep. And uh, by the sounds of it, that they, they really like that, that unification bout, which makes the most sense as long as all those weird parties involved are going to allow that fight to happen. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Connor kind of hinted that he's fighting Khabib next and that Dustin can fight Nate Diaz next. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Connor's playing matchmaker now and uh, yep. uh, you just you can't, uh, can't have that. And this is a situation they want to avoid repeating. <laughs> yep. Control yeah, the yeah. stars. Absolutely. And there's an argument there, of course, whether or not that's good or bad and who comes out the best when you got, you know, that situation. Certainly you want to see these performers do well on their own and have the freedom to do what they want. Uh, But if you're the UFC, obviously you have a vested interest in keeping them your stars. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Exactly. A lot going on there. And certainly uh, UFC is a sport that never sleeps. There's another one in a month. We'll have to... Uh, well, there's one every Saturday, almost. <laughs> yeah, almost the pay-per-view yeah, it, next it's month. Yeah. Con- yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's constant, but one big show a month, can we say that? Yes, yeah. Right. So, uh, Jinx, we appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us some additional insight. We're going to have to have you back uh, next time we get a, a huge card like this. Where were you when we were breaking down Connor and Khabib? That's still got to be in your mind, right? <laughs> that angle was too good. Yep, yeah, it's definitely one of the best things I've ever done. Was, uh, people are still talking about it. People are still thinking about it. So, yeah. Exactly. It's, it has ramifications up to now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's one of the worst things they've ever done also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for better or worse. Yeah, they, for yeah. better or worse. <laughs> right, well, while we've got you, we like to uh, play a game uh, on this show. It's our new favorite segment here uh, in the uh, Uncovering Sports office. It's called If the Season Ended Today, and it's our baseball season tracker. It's our way of coping with how long the season is. <laughs> and it makes baseball a lot more exciting if there's a different World Series every week. <laughs> so this week, if the season ended today, let's start in the American League. Tampa Bay is on top. With not just the best record in the American League, but the best record in baseball. After the Mariners just yeah. just lose it by a game. They're slipping. But there's no Yankees or Red Sox. Wow, sticking with that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they don't make the cut at all. I assume Connor is a Sox fan. Do we know? Well, I believe he's talked to the Celtics and the Bruins. So I'm going <laughs> to guess yes. But at the same time, he shows up at like lots of L.A. sports games. And, and cowboy. cowboy games. <laughs> and cowboy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he goes wherever the money goes. Sure. <laughs> And whoever the champion is. Red Sox won last year. He's probably a Red Sox fan. (laughs) He's a fan of champions. (laughs) Bodes well for the Cowboys this season. That's all I'm saying. Mariners do get the second seed, though, in the American League. And then we have uh, the Twins winning the AL Central. And Astros and Indians duke it out in the wild card game. Which, one of the most exciting games in baseball because of that sudden death elimination. You talk about a lot on the show, like how exciting it is when there's a lot on the line. And we wonder why more stuff doesn't get booked like that. In the UFC, you have five rounds with a decisive winner. It's They used to do like a tournament format, but it was still one-offs. It's so much more exciting when you know that you're going to know who wins at the end of what you're watching right now. Yeah, it's the way every sport should be. <laughs> Adam Silver, are you listening? <laughs> Over in the NL, and this is why we wanted to get your opinion, we know uh, you spent some time down in sunny San Diego, so how does it sound that the Padres, from essentially worst to first here, are now on top of the National League if the season ended today? Yeah, in San Diego, they like their fair weather, and they like their fair weather sports teams. (laughs) And uh, we're loving it right now, as well it lasts. I believe as soon as Manny Machado was signed... Suddenly, tickets were selling out. That's how important one name is. All of a sudden, there's a lot of hardcore Padres fans. (laughs) See, that's what Russell Wilson could do to your team. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the Chargers should... Oh, wait, no, there is no San Diego Chargers. Too soon. Ouch. But you got to say Machado's worth it, I guess, if it gets you the best record in the National League and sellouts along the way. Yeah, it's, it's... It's definitely the most filled out those seats have been in a long time. <laughs> you got to spend money to make money. I guess so. Yeah. That's right. You got to invest. <laughs> Pete will tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete has a few shortcuts, though. You don't have to invest every time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he has some tricks. Yeah. He has some tricks. Phillies, no tricks. They just bought Bryce Harper. Yeah. They get the second spot. Same story there. Same story there. Brewers invested in themselves last year by securing Christian Yelich, who takes them to another playoff berth, maybe another MVP season. Who knows? And it's the Dodgers in the wild card. 
the Dodgers and the Braves in the wild card if the season ended today. So, with that information, gentlemen, what is your World Series? Can I pick the Mariners? You can pick the Mariners if you want to. They make it all the way. <clears throat> you gotta believe. <laughs> One week, you know what? That's fine, but they've been on top all year long. Sure. They've been winning more games than other teams have even played. That is true at this point. <laughs> if the season ended today in baseball, it's a little weird because there's an uneven amount of games. <laughs> and uh, sure, they've won more games than the Rays, but the Rays have lost less. <laughs> you know what? Doesn't matter. I'm going Mariners over the Dodgers. Oh, so the Dodgers win the wild card, claw their way back to the third straight. You're sticking with our prediction from last week. Mm-hmm. A Mariners. Hey, if the Mariners finally win one, I want them to go over the biggest team possible. (laughs) Jinx, do the Padres make it? I'll play along and uh, I'll say the Mariners uh, will do it just (laughs) so everyone's happy uh, that's listening here. Um, But uh, obviously the Padres as well. You know, those are that's going to be the showdown. A Mariners Padres World Series (laughs) would be one that not even Pete would have bet on. No one saw that coming. And no one watched it either. (laughs) (laughs) It may be the most watched ever. It's like the antithesis of the basketball playoffs. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It's the most wild thing that you could imagine. (laughs) I like it. I just, uh, I don't know if I have faith in the Padres to make it that far. I'm going to say Dodgers claw their way there. They upset the Padres in the first round. Because the Padres find a way to Padres it, and uh, and maybe the uh, maybe the Rays go all the way. Wow. They're the ones. Okay, okay. Haven't been to the World Series since two thousand and eight, which was kind of an anomaly in the first place. That was when they were trying to make Evan Longoria a star, or maybe it's uh, a two thousand eight do over if we go there, and it's Phillies and yeah. Rays. This time Bryce Harper is there, and the Rays don't have anybody of note. <laughs> <laughs> That's if the season ended today, but next week, it's going to look a whole lot different. <laughs> Jinx, thanks again for uh, being with us this week to give us your MMA expertise. It was a pleasure. And we will see everyone next week for another episode of Uncovering Sports. Deuces. Hit my music. <laughs> <laughs>